Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Lena Jones Diamond Network Show. This is the place where you and your business are the stars. Now welcome your host, Lena Jones. Hello, Diamonds. How are you doing today on this hot, hot Labor Day? Um, this is Lena Jones live in the studio. As you can see when my tweets went out, Sweetie Pie had to stay off. She barbecuing. I'm a little hoarse from my Labor Day celebration. I hope all of you guys are having a great, awesome, fantastic Labor Day, and I hope um, all of you are driving safely. If you're drinking, please get someone to drive, designated driver. If you can't find one, call a cab, call the police, call anyone that you can to keep you off the road, especially if you're going to be intoxicated while driving. Um, I've already heard some nightmare stories on the news where uh, people have lost their lives to people drinking and driving. Some people don't know when it's enough. <laughs> some people don't know when it's enough. I, I'm pretty much, I try to stay pretty good at that, you know, one or two glasses of wine. That's pretty much a limit for me because my father was an alcoholic and that's, that's what killed him. So alcohol is a beast. So if you cannot control your alcohol drinking, please have someone that's going to be the designated driver for you for this holiday weekend. I want all of you guys to be safe out there. Okay, once again, this is Lena Jones, and I am live in the studio today. You can call me at 347-237-4697. You can call me there just to uh, say hello. Uh, everything is going to be left up to me today, even though my interviews are previous recorded, previously recorded interviews, excuse me, um, even though they're previously recorded, I am live. Excuse me, I'm stuttering. I'm a little bit nervous because I don't have my sweetie pie here to assist me today. So let's just hope everything goes out, goes fine. My two guests today on the previous recording was Regina R. Regina Puckett. She's an author, and she writes several different books, even a book of poetry. And she's really good, both of them. All of the authors are. It really surprises me how people can be very creative and imaginative and write these books like that because I tell you, writing books seems like a task to me. I'm having a hard time writing a sentence. I couldn't even imagine writing a book. We're also going to have Susan Alleyworth and I think Alsworth, and I have spelled her name and pronounced her name, her last name, so wrong. Uh, so, Susan, if you're listening or any of Susan's fans, please forgive me. I am trying to get better at these things. I just don't have a personal editor to stay behind me. But she writes a series of books. She has a series of books that um, she has out, and they do pretty good. 
she's doing pretty good for herself. All of the officers are. Hopefully one day I'll be able to have a, a bunch of them here and have them talk out talk about author stuff. And those of you that are looking to write your own books or get into being an author, it would be a great show for you guys to get some advice and tips on how to go about that. So call me in the studio just to say hello or send me a chat. Let me see. I'm going to open up my chat line here. So I'm going to try to multitask today. I can't promise you that this is going to come out. <laughs> this is going to come out great, but hey, Murphy's Law: anything that can happen will happen, and you are on the Lena Jones Diamond Network, so that rule applies to me very much. So, you know, when I listen back to the interviews, especially my earlier ones, and some of them even still today. Do we, we don't notice words that we use commonly all the time. And mine are, um, you know, and, um, and if I could erase those words from my vocabulary, I would do it. But it seems that when I'm looking at something and trying to talk at the same time or when I'm look, reading something or my thought process is one way, I'm talking another way. I always seem to do that. I always seem to put those words in there. I always get that um <laughs> or that. And, you know, and, you know, so when I listen back to myself, I don't like listening to myself for one. But when I do listen back to myself, I get so annoyed at that. So if anyone has any tips on grammar and things like that, send them to me. And let me tell you how I can be reached. For one, if you want to contact me on Twitter, I am at video, capital B, capital L. That is my most popular Twitter site. That's the one that started it all, the Diamond Network. Or you can contact me on my new Twitter account at L-J-D-N-S-H-O. And everything is capitalized on that except for the H and O, which is, they wouldn't let me put the W on. It's kind of like Regina with the last T. They wouldn't let her put the last T on. So I guess you only allow a certain amount of characters, or I'm not sure how they do it, but that's my new Twitter handle for the show. And this week, by the next posting, you should be able to see my website. I am working on it. It's still a work in progress. Unfortunately, my time does not allow me to spend as much time as I should to have it up and running today as I thought I would. So, But you can contact me there. Those are my two Twitter accounts, and I have the Diamond Network hashtag. You can hashtag Diamond Network. The first letter of each word is in capital. Letters, so uh, make sure you put that in there. Diamond Territory, that's not capital. The T is not capital there. Diamond Love, the D and the L is capitalized. Diamond Delight, the both Ds are capitalized. And the Diamond Forum, which is a fun show. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to it, but it's where all the, all my guests, prior and new ones come in and we talk about today's subject, things that affect us as, uh, as, as entrepreneurs, as people who are self-employed. Everything affects us from the laws to whatever's going on in today's society. But we don't usually get a chance to have our voice heard. So 
So this is just a forum to get the, the voices heard. So join us on the Diamond Forum. The Diamond Forum is usually the last Monday of each month. So if you don't listen any other time, listen to the Diamond Forum. If you would like to be a guest on the show, send me an email. You have two of them you can choose for. You can choose guest at diamond at Lena Jones Diamond Network Show dot com and I know that's a long one. Or you can contact me at L J D N S H O W. Those are the initials last word of show at gmail.com. You can contact me there as well. If you would like to have your music promoted, I promote music from indie artists, uh, artists that are looking to have some type of exposure. They don't get the opportunity to have their songs played on the radio. And this is a radio platform. This is not your radio that you can listen to in your car. I don't know if it'll ever be that way because this is internet radio. And the good thing about it is we're green. There's no radio signal vibes that are harmful to the environment. There's nothing like that. It's strictly internet radio. It's heard from every single state in the U.S. as well as the U.K., London, uh, Iraq. (laughs) It goes all the way out there. Everyone gets the chance to hear your voice as long as they click that link and tune into my show. If you know someone that has a business or a band, have them give me a call. Again, to contact me for music promotions, send an email to diamond, D-I-A-M-O-N-D dot safehouse at gmail.com. That's diamond.safehouse at gmail.com. You can contact me there on to have your music promoted. I do pick and choose different types of music because I don't want, I get people who send me emails and some of it is from the same genre and I don't want just one kind of music. I like a mixture of different music. So if I don't contact you, it's because I probably have an artist, one or two that's doing that and I'm not that I won't contact you, but I try to wait till I get some different variety in. Then I'll contact you because I know everyone has their own sound. So today, one of my newest promotions, TJ Praise, he will be, you will be listening to his music. I'm going to play his song first, one of his songs first. And the good thing about TJ's music, it's very inspirational and it deals with his lyrics, deals with life, with everyday situations that me and you and everyone deals with. And it's a gospel hip-hop. It's hip-hop, but it's gospel. I don't know many of, a lot of people who are in Christianity and say they don't consider gospel hip-hop as a way of expression, but you have to figure, you have to look at it as these young, young men, this is the music that they listen to. And sometimes you have to, you may have to bend a little bit to capture the audience of the young people, to get them to come to church, to get them to recognize who Jesus Christ our Lord is. And sometimes you have to use different outlets. TJ is just one of them that gives you another outlet. He's, he's among many of uh, hip-hop gospel artists. So support him. Go to his uh Twitter account, give him a shout out at, at TJ Praise One, 
and I think he just posted a Facebook uh, link. Like him or follow him on Facebook. He's new. He's, this is all new to him. So uh, give him that vote, that diamond vote of confidence to let him know he's in the right place. Um, getting back to where you can contact me at, you can contact me on G, Google Plus, G Plus, at Lena Jones or Video by Lena and uh, on the Lena Jones Diamond Network show, LJDN show. I'm also on LinkedIn at Lena Jones. I'm also on Stage 32, which is a social network site that deals with actors, film writers, screenwriters, voiceover artists, directors, anything that you want to know about the arts as far as acting goes. Stage 32 is a good site to connect to in the social networking realm. And, of course, we know I am in the social networking <laughs> realm. All of you that follow me and those that follow you, your friends of friends on Facebook and even Twitter get to see everything that I post. So I'm very much active in the social network uh, realm. Also, Pinterest. Pinterest, you can go there. You can click a link to any of my shows because they're all on Pinterest except for the one today. And I have to check and make sure last Monday is on there for the one for today or last Monday. You can click to the show and listen in and listen in at any of the show. They're all archived on Block Talk Radio. I have to tell you, though, some of them are not perfect. So if you're expecting a perfect show and a perfect host, you won't find it there. If anything, you'll probably have something to uh, laugh about. It just might entertain you. But um, I love it. I love it because it's real and real people and real shows that are live have errors. There's errors, there's boo-boos, there's just all types of things going on. If you hear a humming noise in the background, it's not my mic and it's not your cell phones or computers or tablets, however you're listening. It's because I'm in, um, it's the air conditioner, so it has a, a humming uh, noise to it. I hope it's not too loud. I did turn my mic up to uh, make my voice uh, louder in it, but I have to have it on because it is hot. It is so hot. I think we're having a very late summer. It is ter terribly hot out there. Once again, I'm in the studio and I am live. Call me at 347-237-4697. You can call me at 347-237-4697. We'll also be hearing from the music Norma Jean Angel, and I hope all is well with her and recuperating well. Norma Jean will also hear from that boy Clipper, Stephen Stack. We'll also be hearing from his song today as well. So I'm gonna, on that note, I'm going, gonna go straight to my first song, and I'll be back to chat with you some more before we go into our interview. So my first song of the day is going to be uh, T.J. Priest, his first one, and that will be Rearview Mirror. Here's TJ Praise, excuse me, not Priest. TJ Praise at Rearview Mirror. There's a up. mirror on every vehicle which reads, objects are closer than they appear. And every object we see in the mirror comes from behind us. That's where a lot of us are fighting to put the thoughts of our past behind us. But because of that rearview mirror in our mind, 
All we see most days is our past while we're fighting to get into a better present and look into an even greater future. So if anybody got a rearview mirror standing in the way of where they're looking to go, let's come together right now and break it, break it, break it, break it, break it, break it. I'm more than the man many said that I was. And if I lost, I received God's love. It lifted me up to a brand new status. From a lower stepping stone to a higher apparatus. Used to move in neutral, now I ride one way. Even God lets the driver pass the guy on Sunday. Always keep him as my leader, so I'm in the right lane. Always listen to his call, so I know my right name. Break the rear view mirror. Break the rear view mirror. I stop looking back, what's in front is much clearer. Break the rear view mirror. Break the rear view mirror. Break the rear view 
break it, break it, break it, break it, break it, break it, break it off, break it, break it, break it, break it, break it, break it, break it off. That was TJ Praise. You just heard from that. Excuse me, I had a caller come in. So and uh, and I am in the studio by myself. I don't have Sweetie Pie with me today. So I'm gonna um, go ahead and put him on. He called in. He heard his song playing on the show, so he wanted to call in and give everyone a shout out. Hey TJ, here you go. You're live now. Hello, hello. How is everyone doing? <laughs> Well, they're not going to answer back, so I'm just, you know, just wishing everyone a, a safe Labor Day weekend. So, TJ, you're up, you're on the radio, and you got, you know, your Twitter account going and your Facebook oh, going. Yeah. How, how does it feel? It feels awesome to see um, progress taking place this year, and I got to give big ups to Mrs. Lena Jones for helping to make it all happen. Shout out to Diamond Network. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. We're so pleased to have you. We're very pleased to have you. And uh, let's we're gonna see how your songs do. You normally we ha- I have Sweetie Pie who retweets everything and tells whether they retweet if you like or not. But being that I'm in the studio by myself, I'm a little bit slow at it. But when we get to your second song today, I'll make sure I put out that retweet if you like. So you can at least know how many people like you. Okay. Well, and I I thank you for calling in. I always look forward to people calling in. And thank you for taking the time to call in and give a shout-out to my listening audience. Absolutely. Thank you all, and may you all have a blessed Labor Day. (laughs) All right. Okay, thank you. All right, then. That was TJ Praise. He called in to listen to his song and to say hello to everyone. So it's always good to hear that. So now I'm going to tell you a little bit more, and then I'm going to go into my interview with Regina. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about what's coming up in on the website. I'm going to have all of my artists are going to be on the website, how you can contact with them, as well as every guest who has appeared on the Lena Jones Diamond Network show, there'll be links to how to get in contact with them, either for the authors, it'll probably be Amazon or website, and their their website if they want both of them up there, so you'll be able to definitely get in contact with everyone. It's very exciting. I'm pretty excited to have that website coming up, and on the website it's also going to be a donation page, and I just want to tell everyone what the purpose of the donation page is. First of all, I want to let you know I'm not uh, a nonprofit organization. <laughs> I'm not one. So um, I just want to let everyone know that. But the donation is going to be geared towards grants. And when I say grants, it means I want to be able to pay for, we want to be able to show our support. So I want to be able to help out entrepreneurs and self-employed, get themselves advertised. So that money will be used to pay for a year of advertising for that 
that person or that company. Of course, we'll check them out, make sure that they are legitimate. But the money goes directly to either Yex or YP or however they choose which avenue to go to, um, as long as it's in within a certain budget. So when you see the website and you see that donation button, donate. Donate doesn't matter what you donate. Even if you just donate a dollar, it helps build and it helps put us closer to where we can help support entrepreneurs, small business actors, whoever need to get their names out. And, of course, I won't start accepting the applications until I get enough money built up to even start. So that's going to be in the website as well. As well, so that's going, I'm excited about that. I have another caller that's holding on the line. So I'm going to go to that caller and we'll see who that is live on the Zena Jones Diamond Network. Hello, caller. Hello? Oh, well, I guess they hung up. I guess I didn't get to them in, in time. But the next show on Monday, of course, we'll be live and have a live guest here. We'll also have a skit from the BTS Brian T. Shirley show. We'll have that um, going on. So that'll be pretty entertaining, and it's helping him out in his comedy, and he has a radio show on Connect uh, Radio, and that's actually radio and Internet that you can hear him at. I haven't gotten there yet, so <laughs> he has a great show. I was a guest on there, and we always get into interesting conversations. I enjoyed having him on a Diamond Forum, and I look forward to him coming on future Diamond Forums and promoting his comedy right here on the Lena Jones Diamond Network show. So now I'm going to go over to my interview with author Regina Puckett, and I hope you all are listening and enjoy. Just enjoy and write down information on how you can get in contact with them and uh, things, things of that sort. So we will be coming right back right after the listen to Clipper. That boy Clipper, we will go directly into our interview. The Lena Jones Diamond Network Show. This should be played at live To the max, it's me you trying to jack. You ever seen a grown man get mad? Clipper, all I know is work on haters. I swerve, drunk than a muff, muff, flying with the birds. Only, only bombers, and that's my word. Talk to you about me, I'm the bully, you the nerd. I'm a cash cow, chopping grass, fall asleep, counting dollar signs fast. I don't need no bed, just give me my bread. Maybe a bad, bad, just give me some hair. My money, can't can't stand in my way. White boy, swag, and it's still great gang on my mouth. Tag. All I know is work. All I know is work. All I know is touching me. You got some nerve. The WB with a dollar sign. Spend his money, spend his money, still time. 
downtime. Hey, haters eyes on me. Look glued to me like I'm a TV. Reality with no screen. Catch me at the strip, ladies wanting my cream. I don't play games, just here repping for Wayne. White boy swag is still great game. So you, cuz, you trying to fuck up my buzz. Go with all the bullshit. The money, I'm a magnet. I pull quick, take the paper, easy to cash it. Hey, hey, this sweat me, cuz I'm flexing. I'm working, counting wins, hands my weapon grit. All I know is this, not giving up a shit. You try to test me, that, 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 that get you split. White boy in it, yeah, I'm winning. Price is always right, Bob Barker's head spinning. Clipper, all I know is work. All I know is work. All I know is touching me, you got some nerve. The WB, with a dollar sign. Spend his money, spend his money, still time. All I know is work. No, it's folk these haters. It's folk these haters. Folk these haters. All I know is get this paper. It's get this paper. It's get this paper. <laughs> Jones Diamond Network. I am now on the line with Regina, author Regina Puckett. Regina, you want to say hello to the audience? <laughs> hello, audience. <laughs> <laughs> She's been so patient. I, I'm so glad. You know, I feel like I feel like I've known you forever because we connected on Twitter back when I first started uh, Twitter almost two years now, and uh, and I was really surprised, actually, uh, you're the first uh, uh, person, the, I call it the big person on Twitter, when I say the big person, <laughs> when I say big person, that's the people with the, uh, you know, uh, 120Ks, 85Ks, you know, and here I was, I had maybe 50 people, I think, at that time. <laughs> And I came across you, and I connected with you, and I really didn't think you were going to connect with me back because I had been connecting with people with uh, big numbers and, you know, never got uh, uh, follow me back on Twitter. And you actually did. So I, think I, I never follow- look at numbers when I follow people back. <laughs> I just follow them back. Yes. I, I mean, I started at one or two people, so why should I look at what someone else starts at? Everybody has to start at the bottom, right? That's right. Well, you know, unfortunately, you know, everyone don't think that way. If we could just get people to think that way, it'd be great. So when you follow me back, I think I fell in love with you. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> people, it's, I'm easy to fall in love with online. It's just so close and personal that <laughs> people hate me. <laughs> so um, it just means, well, I've been um, taught that people who hate other people, those mean that person have leadership skills, great oh. leadership skills, because <laughs> they say you're a great leader when your crew help hates you. <laughs> well, you know, I was really floundering on Twitter myself, but my daughter, she's also an author, Charity Parkerson. If it wasn't for her, I don't know if I'd ever had any followers because I didn't understand the whole tweet and retweet thing. <laughs> 
<laughs> she had to teach me how to do it. Well, I, I think I'd been on there for about six months before she ever came on there. And I was well, just I, like, no one wanted to follow me. Well, no, you wouldn't know that today. You are a novice. You are so popular. And I love that picture. Is that, a, is that a professional uh, photo that you had done? No, it isn't. My oldest daughter, her friend, is into photography. And one uh-huh. day I asked her, I was needing a, a photo for a back of a book cover, and I asked her would she take some pictures of me. <laughs> and she mm-hmm. picked the windiest day of the whole year, and it was just like, <laughs> oh, I love that. I was trying to get a picture. We were like all getting blown away. It was funny. That was a, I love that picture. It's so clear. And, it, you know, with the hair, you could tell the wind is kind of blowing the hair back and stuff. That's a great picture. I, okay. That's a keeper. That's a keeper. <laughs> I mean, because I know I have pictures that I won't keep. And it, if you turn around and don't watch me, they will be deleted. <laughs> I know. I'm always having to watch people on Facebook. They're always adding pictures of me. That Oh, Lord, no, not that, not that picture. <laughs> it is, but, like, very far away. <laughs> Well, this is the only picture that I put up of you, and I think it's a great picture. You oh, know, I called you. when I it's the uh, I called it the silver fox because <laughs> I I just love that picture. I love the white hair. I just love the white hair. One day I'm gonna be bold enough to just. Oh uh, well, you know, I couldn't <laughs> keep up with it fast enough. You know, my hair grows so fast. I look like mm-hmm. a skunk if I tried to. <laughs> either look like an old lady or a skunk. I had I had two choices. <laughs> you know, that's what my mom says because she gets her hair colored. She says, I'm not going to walk around looking like a skunk. <laughs> Either go one color you know, or the other color. You know, go I used to sit behind a, a lady at church. I know she had every bit, every bit of 90 and she was still coloring her hair blonde and I'm thinking, really, do you think nobody notices that you're 90? But hey, if it makes you feel good, <laughs> go for it. That's right. Whatever makes you feel good, just yeah, go ahead and do it. That's what it's all about. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with my white hair. I've been I've been turning gray since I was like 16, so mm-hmm. I've kind of gotten used to that. <laughs> so that's good. I mean, I wish. Uh, well, one day I'm gonna be bold enough. I got some gray in there. I got some gray in there. I see a peeking through, but it's not enough to do anything with. You know, I'm so afraid that. When I do start really turning gray, it's going to look like a dingy gray. I've seen the dingy gray, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, just dye it. <laughs> well, I was saying it's not about my hair didn't bother me so much as my eyebrows are turning gray now, and that's really, <laughs> that's oh. really frustrating. I can't pluck all them out, can I? No, you can. You just have to keep plenty of pencil around, plenty of pencil. Let's <laughs> pencil those things in, girl. We could do We could do Girls are good at doing that, penciling them in. So, yeah. So, well, let's uh, well, let's go ahead and get to. I could I could uh, lollygag all day um, with with people who I feel comfortable with, and the second part of my show gives me a little bit more time than the first part of my show. My first my first part it only allows me like thirty minutes, not too much lollygagging time. But the second part I can I can do that. I can uh, you know mess with the time a little bit there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, um, now we was uh, on the show. We I have a, a subject that I try and, and talk about at least for fifteen minutes. Uh, what I'm allowed, and uh, the subject was corporate versus um, entrepreneur. Now uh, I noticed that you you work at a university. I and, do. Uh, and what my first question before I get to 
your books and, and um, things of that sort, I wanted to ask, are you 100% corporate? Are you, um, I mean, 100% entrepreneur or a mixture of both? I think I'm a mixture of both. I'm too practical, I think, to ever be completely entrepreneur. <laughs> you know, I like eating, so... Uh, and, and the, the great thing about working for the university is I love my job. And oh, so well, that's great good. to have a job that you love. And if I hated it, it would, it would just be drudgery, and I'd be thinking all the time about retiring. But mm-hmm. I love my job, so it, it doesn't make And I'm not too sure if I had a chance to write full-time that I would actually spend any more time writing than what I already do. Now I feel oh. like I need to use my spare time to write. But if I had all day, I would probably do something crazy, like watch TV and, and not get as much writing done. So I, pro- I think I need to be, I think I need the schedule to make myself do what I need to do. Now, you know, and that that is interesting because um, most of the people I talk to on the show are entrepreneurs. I think I had, well, um, Rod last last week with him. He is still on his corporate job as well. But uh, we were more into corporate styles last week. But this week we are talking about the corporate versus the entrepreneur and the balance of both. So it sounds to me that you have a really healthy balance there because you really love your job, and that makes uh, a slew of difference. I think if I had a job that I truly, truly loved in in the corporate environment, that I would do, I would uh, not be 100% entrepreneur. But all of my jobs, I just hate it. (laughs) This is really the first job I've had that I just didn't plain hate, you know. I've always Mm -hmm. loved the people every place I've worked because I'm a Mm -hmm. real people person. But, uh, you know, the people, the place you work for, they can make or break whether you like a job or not. And I think a a university is is the flexibility, you know, because they're used to, you know, people coming in and they're having to make them happy. And I think they take that over to their staff, you know, as well as the students. That's right. And and um, like yourself, when I was not in the uh, techn- te- technical corporate uh, realm where I'm stuck in a cubicle all day, yeah. not, you know, only seeing the faces that are around you, uh, after a while, that just became torturous to me. Um, but when I did leave the corporate America and went to go into more of a people-orientated customer service relationship type uh, job, which I wanted because I wanted to work with people. It didn't um, – I wasn't uh, making the same amount of money as I would – as I was in the technical field because I was a technical analyst too. And I got paid really good money, but I was, there was no one there. I was bored, <laughs> and yeah. I did it for years, and it just really just, and it took a lot for me to to decide whether I wanted to, you know, the money or my sanity. So, but when I went into work into uh, sales, customer service, and I even worked at Macy's at one point, I loved it. I loved the people, and the people loved me. I've always been a people person, but I've always worked in a non-people person, and I think that was kind of driving me crazy there. It's funny, though, sometimes I think we things that we know we're going to hate for some reason, and we dive into it <laughs> like we're going to make it we're going to make it better or something. I don't know, yeah, it's like you could like you could I could do this, 
It's the yeah. call. It's called the I can do this state of mind that you you put well, yourself in. <laughs> I mean, I worked for. Uh, I'm not going to name the place, but it was a. Uh, at one time, they've gone out of business now, but they were a major uh, book distributor. And I worked there for 16 and a half years, and the job I had was like mindless. It was like scanning the books, scanning the books, put them in the top. And it was just, like, it wasn't hard, but it gave you way too much time to think. Of course, I got a lot of plotting and planning done on my books. Mm-hmm. But it would just be, it just you just want to run out there screaming before it's all over with. But, you know, you get hooked into the paycheck, and you got to pay your bills, and so that's what you do sometimes. That's right. That's right. And, you know, the thing I like about my show is that people can come on here and be real. I mean, we can talk about real situations that's happening in our lives, and that's one of them. When it comes to that job and and so many people, that is so relatable with so many people, how you just want to come off a job screaming and how you just don't like being there and and things of that that sort. And it's so relatable to people, and I think that's what – uh, drives the popularity of my show that you know is that I have you know real people like I say you guys are my stars you know to come in here and that's what I want I, I don't I don't want anything that's not real I want things that I can relate to I want things that other people can relate to and uh, and I think by having uh, entrepreneurs like yourself and as well as others on whether they're working in corporate and working on their thing um, entrepreneur their uh, business, uh, they they have a good balance and they have an honest balance and they can bring that to the table and bring that to the people and bring it relatable. So it's not just about me talking about me and what I know because I don't know everything. I get a chance to hear things from people's, other people's perspectives. And it's good to see where you can relate on one subject. Oh yeah, and just agree with it, and I think that's that's just great. And that's what that's what I love. What I do, I I really do. I love what I do. Um, uh, maybe uh, one day it'll pay off for me. Uh, <laughs> or don't we all? <laughs> so I love what I do. But uh, okay, so we're gonna get into uh, your uh, your books. Okay, you are an author, and you are. I constantly see your books coming in on Twitter, uh, uh, different books that you've written, and um, I know about three of them here that I have um, that I I saw, and they are um, Whispers. uh, Songs that I whisper. Songs that I whisper. I'm sorry, I got it. Concealed in My Heart, Fireflies, and Short Tales Horror. Okay. So um, let's talk about the songs that I whisper. Is that what I think it is? Like when I'm about when I'm by myself? Cause see, I I have to admit, and I will admit, I'm not I'm not a big reader. I try and change that about myself. Oh. <laughs> but I'm not a you know I'm not a big reader. I know people who are, and I admire them, and I try. I'm more of a magazine article type person, you know. Yeah. And that's if I happen to be sitting down. You know, the magazine is there. Somebody put the gun to your head, you're going to read it. (laughs) Yeah, you know, or I see a picture or something. I I tell you one book that I do read on a regular basis, on a daily basis, at least try to, and I'm pretty good at keeping up with that. I read my Bible because my mom always told me, she always said, you want to read a book, pick up the Bible. So so I do that. I read my scriptures, and when I get to the end, I start all over again, and I've been doing that for years now. And uh, so I do read I do read my scriptures 
uh, in the mornings uh, uh, before I try to, before I start my day. I mean, some mornings I may may not get to them, but the majority of the time, 80% of the time, I, I do get to them. So that is the only book I read. And I'm, you know, and with that, I read a scripture. You know, I'm not sitting there reading, the, you know, the whole thing. Yeah. But I have to say that um, reading is so good. I know a person that reads. There's, it just makes you so intelligent because you, you, you get to know words. And, and I, you also haven't been reading the books I've been reading. <laughs> I like romances. I don't know how intelligent that makes you feel. Oh, okay. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't even know about. I ain't even gonna touch that because I don't even know about romance books. But let's uh, let's talk about what about the um, um, songs that I whisper about. Tell us about that. It is a, it's a romance, but it's a sweet romance. Um, it's about a country music singer, and his father was a, had been a country, famous country music singer, and, but he had died of a drug overdose. And he, he lived a wild and crazy life, and Seth, his son, is wanting to be better than his father. And so he meets Suzanne... Uh, I'm sorry, Suzette Warren, and she is the daughter of two famous movie stars, but she's an artist, and he wants to hire her to do uh, his next CD cover. So he asked her to please to come tour with him on, on his bus for two weeks so he, she can get to know him and do some sketches for the. So it's him. Um, uh, her mother died in childbirth, and so she doesn't want to have kids, and he wants the family that he never had growing up, so he wants kids. And so they're trying not to fall in love with each other. But it's kind of their journey of falling in love and um, making sacrifices, you know. So, I mean, it's a very sweet, sweet romance. And it's mm-hmm. uh, since he's a singer, you know, he's trying to convince her to, to fall in love with him. And so that, the songs that I whisper was song, sweet songs that he's been whispering to her <laughs> To try to get her attention. And... Oh, that does sound so sweet. You know, there's I I do know there's different types of romance uh, books that you can read. You know, and there's the the sweet romances like what what you have written about, and you got the more steamy side of the romantic uh, uh, novels. Yeah. But what what um what inspired you to even start writing? What what inspired you? I've always loved romances, and when I was growing up, that's what they were with sweet romances, you know, and I, I love the part where they fell in love, and we're, we're getting to know each other. I'm not so much into the books now where everybody's ripping each other's clothes off before they've even learned <laughs> those things. <laughs> so, and that's what I'm interested in is writing about where they fall in love, you know, and the little yeah. things that attract each other to the, to, to each other. Mm-hmm. You know. And I write horror too, so that's what they don't fall in love. I just yeah. Like. <laughs> there's there's a horror, and it seems like a, a bigger uh, community of that growing in the horror uh, horror uh, books and stuff like yeah, that. I mean, you so I mean, I, I'm pretty new to that, but I'm having fun with it. We yeah. <laughs> so you get to you get to go into that. Uh, Little twisted side. <laughs> I do. I find the older I get, I guess the more twisted I get. I'm gonna be that angry old lady sitting on her front porch beating people with her cane. I think. 
Well, you know, it's a good thing that you write because it helps relieve some of that. You know, instead of beating the the person (laughs) with the cane, you could go inside and write about it. Just write what you do. I can kill people and the police never get involved. It's wonderful. (laughs) And kill them in the worst way in your book. Like, I mean, because, I mean, you know, you look at your picture and it's a sweet picture and, you know, you talk to you and you have this nice, uh, well-spoken voice, and um, and I was really actually surprised when uh, you had uh, sent me the cover, and it said a horrible, a horrible. <laughs> I couldn't even imagine. <laughs> I'm gonna have to glide through the preface or something on, when I um, online and just to see, because I'm just like, what what type of horror? I mean, you would think that your horror is, I don't know, you know, you burnt the biscuits. Oh no, no. <laughs> 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 oh no, I kill a few people off in the most horrendous ways. <laughs> you should read pieces if you think that's sweet. <laughs> oh, so yeah, I, I've got a little twist of the order again. <laughs> you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. So, what were you like? Um, what were you like as a kid? I mean, you know, because most uh, uh, writers tend to have a vast imagination. You know, and I think that I could have been a a writer if I just, I tend to rattle on when I'm typing. You know, with me, I just, I got a a paragraph is a sentence. You know, I have 50 million unspelled words, and and even when I tweet, when I see something, I go back and I I didn't say I could spell. I just said as a writer, I'm always calling my daughter, trying to find out how to spell a word, so spell check, I know what I'm talking about. And I find that more writers are honest about that because I, I never thought I was the writing material because, you know, my uh, the, way I, the, the way I type was so bad that, you know, oh, and no. I, I type using two fingers, and uh, but I, I do it really fast with two fingers. But, <laughs> but I can't spell and I never have been able to spell. But I have a husband who's very patient, and so I'll look at him. If he doesn't know, then... So will try to get the dictionary out. But sometimes I'm spelling it so bad the dictionary, I can't find it in the dictionary. So then I'm making phone calls. <laughs> and then if all those spells, you know, there are a million different words in the world, just change it to another word. <laughs> yeah, I love um, the sources. I love the sources because sometimes I have, a, I have a tendency of using one word over overkill. And I have to tell myself, I said, you know what, I need to find another word. <laughs> another word. I, I need to branch out here. <laughs> yes. I have the sources in my um in my um favorites. So <laughs> and I need it, I go in and put down the word that I've been using all the time and then I still go back to using that. So I mean, so what type of uh what type of person were you in school? Well, I, I think I I'm fairly shy. I'm pretty much the same way I was in uh, now that I was in school, I'm shy until I get to know you, and then I won't shut up. I'll tell you everything. I don't, I don't have any secrets. I will just tell you everything I know. But uh, <laughs> I, I always have daydreamed a lot. I seldom listen to people, uh, and I, I really haven't changed much from that either. I have like a three-minute attention span, and if you're still talking after that, I <laughs> I'm looking over here at shiny objects or something. <laughs> So you better make it short and fast if you want me to know what you're talking about. (laughs) You're not the the kind that can sit back with tea with uh, a whole bunch of other ladies gabbing because you probably, your mind is just... Oh, Lord, no. (laughs) You don't want to invite me to your 
remind me to your tea. See, <laughs> you want me to know I, what you're talking about? Looks are so deceiving because I mean, <laughs> you just talked about you the twisted side in your books, and you won't. <laughs> and you look at this picture, you would not think that. Oh. <laughs> That's what serial killers get away with. What they get away with, they don't ever look like serial killers. <laughs> you know, it may. You know, I tell you though, it makes it all more intriguing to look to to buy your books because oh, you're like, right. you know, they're like, wow, this this woman here. <laughs> no. And then one of them, you got the uh, the fireflies. You got the sweet little um, unicorn. Yeah. Beautiful color. Well, that's poetry. So yeah, you have to be. Sweet with poetry, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I try to have a sweet side every now and then. I swear. Yeah, just don't ring the doorbell too much, because you don't know. <laughs> oh my God, I know. She I know my husband. He'll just be talking to me, and, and I'll be thinking, Oh my God, is he still talking? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't know what you think. It's, it's, uh, so, what's your um, what's your age limit for your books? What's the age limit that your books attract? Well, you know, I, I write children's books, too, so I try to get everybody. <laughs> okay. You got a little bit of something, something for everybody. I do. I have something for everyone. That's you know, good. I have something for the sweet and innocent and something for the old and the perverted. <laughs> I figured I'd just grab everybody while I'm out there grabbing. You are too, you are too much. You are naughty. <laughs> you are naughty. Such, a, such a, a delightful personality all mixed up in there that is Regina Puckett. That is so nice. <laughs> um, what, now, I have to ask this question. I always ask this um, from, my, from my authors. Okay, out of one of your books, whichever one, you tell me the book and your main character. If you had to pick an actor or an actress, which one would you, for a movie, which one would you pick to portray in what book? Okay, uh, and What the Heart Knows, uh, I would. That's a book that I'm editing now, and I hope to have out by the middle of June. For Bill Fields, I would pick Orlando Bloom. I think Orlando Bloom is a bomb. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, who? What? What movies have he played in? Who is he? I don't. Oh, he Orlando Bloom. Oh my God! Don't tell me you don't know who Orlando Bloom is. Well, I've probably <laughs> seen him, but don't know his name. Oh, uh, well, now I'll see. You got me the well. What is the okay. one? Oh Lord, don't ask me what the name okay, is. Okay, the movies are because I don't remember names of anything. Uh, well, I don't know. I I could tell. I could have told you if you hadn't asked me. Okay. But well, you know I can't what? think what sometimes, they. I can't think what they are now. Sometimes it might it might come back to you, and if it comes back to you, and we're talking about something, that just jump in and say, "I got it." Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> that's, that's cool with me. You can do that. So. Okay. But when did you uh, decide to become a writer? When did you decide to, this is, you know, I want to do this on the side or this is what well, I want to do? I've always I th- known that I wanted to be a writer. Ever ever since I became interested in reading, like, well, I'd say always. I'd say about the seventh grade mm-hmm. because I really just fell in love with reading in the seventh grade. And mm-hmm. I thought, you know, there just couldn't be anything better than writing, mm-hmm. you know, to be a writer. I I just thought you had made it if you were a writer. Wow. So you you were the type that had a book, and during the lunch you were probably, you know, after you ate, you were probably reading a book. Yes. Oh, yes. My mom would have to make me go to bed at night. She would she would let me on the Fridays and Saturdays stay up and read as long as I wanted to until I, the light, I guess, drove her crazy, and she'd make me go to bed. 
But once I start a book, I can't stand closing it. You know, I I, I like staying up and finishing it. You like okay, Orlando Bloom. He were, he was in the Pirates of the Caribbean and the Lord of the Rings movies. Okay. Now I like the Pirates of the the Pirates of the uh, Caribbean. That's one of my with Johnny Depp. Oh yes. Yes, I, that's one of my favorite movies. Every time they have a new sequel come out, I have to watch it. So I love that. I love par- I love pirates. Uh, I like movies about pirates and Vikings and back in the 20th century and stuff. <laughs> Oh yeah, and stuff like that. You know, I like not, any kind of movie that's wide and sprawling. You know, that's bigger mm-hmm. than life. You know. Yes, yes, yes. That that's what I like. I think one of my all-time favorite movies. Well, I think I had a couple of them. But the only one that comes to my mind was, is Legends of the Fall. I love that movie. You know, when I don't I think I've ever seen it. that movie. You haven't seen it no, with uh, Brad Pitt. When Brad Pitt was a younger day, it, it's three hunks. All three of them are hunks. It's uh, I don't even know the other two guys' name. I just know Brad Pitt. <laughs> You know, I have never been that crazy about Brad Pitt. He's okay, but I you know, just, Lando Bloom, I might walk across the road. I might wave. I don't know. Who he, who he looks like now, Brad Pitt in his younger days, when he was in his heyday with the, when he did um, um, that movie and he did Troy and things of that sort. And, you know, and I know it's kind of cliche, uh, Brad Pitt, but I, I've just been, I've, I've been I've been I've been in love with his uh work. I also love his wife's work, Angelina Jolie. I'm a big uh, I'm a big fan of hers. She I am a fan of hers. A great do, a great bad her. girl. Yeah, she does. I I love to watch her movies. Uh that um The Sin the Sin or something like that. That one she was she really that was a that would have been a hard role for me to play, but she did it and she did it well. <laughs> yeah. So so but uh, that's a um, that, that's a really good to know is that uh, I will have to figure. I gotta see this. I'm gonna look him up online and see oh, who yeah. he is. What's his name? You, you understand he's mine now. You got Brad Pitt, Linda Bloom. But wait, I don't have so Brad Pitt. Over. I don't have Brad Pitt now. I don't <laughs> <wanna>. <laughs> he's he's kind of worn now. <laughs> I'm talking about. I don't mind any. There's nothing wrong with worn man, you know. No, I don't. <laughs> he's, he's, he's not worn in the right way, you know. Oh. Some men, some men age, and you know, maybe it's just I don't know. Maybe it's just the pictures I've been seeing of him um, that hasn't taken him in the best light, and yeah. you know, he just looks like he's just really tired. He looks tired. Well, he has and, a lot uh, of kids. I'm sure he is. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, he has a lot of money too, so oh, he, yeah. he can, you know. I guess he's one of them hands-on parents, you know. <laughs> that <laughs> that oh. works out. <laughs> that and wait, no, I want to write down this uh, the man name. Now, what you say his name was again? Orlando, Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom. Okay. Let's see if I can fall in love with someone that Regina falls in love with. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so um, now to move on to your other books, okay, you have the uh, which, which sounds like a very sweet book. I mean, if you if you like uh, uh, sweet novels, that sounds like a very sweet book to get. It's a sweet romance, and if you want to get on something with a little bit more twist in it, you can try her horror. <laughs> 
if you want to see inside that twisted side of Regina Puckett, <laughs> go purchase that short tail horror thing, and that you know you would probably be surprised. You probably never look at that picture the same again. Look at that thing you said. And read uh, another romance erotic either. <laughs> <laughs> so so let's see, concealed in my heart. What what's that one about? It is actually Sons of the Whisper is the second book in my Warren family series. Concealed in my heart is my first book. Mm-hmm. It is when uh Suzette's parents meet. Uh oh, they become okay. best friends and they're friends before her mother dies and so they fall in love after her mother dies. Okay. So, I mean, it's, I think it's probably one of my best books. Mhm. That's good. That's how, and in Fireflies, you said it is a poetry. Yes, it is. I think I have ten poetry books out now. Okay, and these are these are your poetry. These are poems that you you thought of and put together. No, these are my poems. Okay, that sounds good. Sounds so. You have there's so many sides to you. Wow. You have, you know, sweet, sincere, there's twisted, there's, I just can't get past the twisted thing, so. <laughs> when I look at this picture, it's like, no, I can't, no, I'm having a hard time with that one. I'm going to have to skim through that book. I'll, I'll send you my driver's license. What's going on with like that, I'm Regina. Line up. <laughs> so, but, uh, hello? Hello? Hello. Regina? I think we lost yeah. each other for a moment. Yeah, I did. My my um my Mac. I, I I'm on my Mac and I I time out real fast and I keep trying to put my I have to figure out where to set that timing at so it'll stop timing out on me. Um, but um, I'm glad I, I'm glad you stayed on the line. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so she hung up on me. <laughs> no, I did hang up. I was still there. I had to just get back in there. No, it, it it dropped me. It dropped me, and my um my assistant is not at her uh, uh, desk right now, so she didn't even see that I had gotten dropped. So <laughs> I had to. It popped up by itself. So um, um, like I was saying, there was you know uh, definitely uh, quite a few books that you have out there, and uh, why don't you give us a plug of where we can find your books and um, how we can connect with you. Um, um, for any questions or to find oh, out more about your twisted side. <laughs> okay. Just Go about ahead. all my books are on Amazon. Well, I'm sorry, all of my books are on Amazon. Uh, I'm slowly getting them on Barnes & Noble, too, and some of them are on, are on Smashwords. You can connect with me on Twitter, uh, Regina Puckett with just one T on Twitter. They refuse to give me the other T for some reason. But uh, so it's just uh, R E G I N A P U C K E T, and then I'm on Goodreads. I'm on Facebook. I'm just about anywhere, and I have a website called uh, Regina Puckett's Books at, at Weebly dot com. Okay, okay, and good. Uh, uh, I ask you to repeat that one more time for for my audience, please. Certainly. Uh, you can find all of my books. You want the whole thing over again? Yes, you can do the whole thing okay. over again. Okay. <laughs> uh, all of my books are on Amazon. Uh, some of them are on Barnes & Noble and Smashwords. You can find me on Twitter at Regina Puckett uh, with just one T. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Goodreads. Uh, at my website is Regina Puckett's Books at Weebly.com. Okay. I think that's it. 
Now, I, I did hook up with you. I found you on LinkedIn, and I hooked up with you on LinkedIn. I didn't know oh, you were on Facebook. Um, and uh, I'm going to hook up. I'm going to find you on Facebook and uh, make a connection there on on um, your Facebook page. And uh, this is, we've been talking with Regina Puckett for the past 45 minutes. And a uh, delightful woman. Uh, definitely don't let that sweet face fool you, okay? <laughs> She has she has multiple different uh, I don't want to say personalities but she write about multiple different things and she her books are for everyone from teenager to you know adulthood she said she has something for everyone she is working on a new book uh, what's the book that you're working on Oh what the heart knows Okay what the heart knows and we don't know what's in that <laughs> we don't know it's, it's a sweet romance it. I swear. <laughs> But she do love sweet romances, you know. You may, you know. <laughs> she may not listen to you after a while. It may think something about you, but she loves sweet romances. <laughs> so Regina, well, maybe you use your name in a book. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So if she's looking at you too long, beware, okay? So she is one of our Twitters that has all of these people, and she does follow back. So <laughs> she doesn't look at those numbers. doesn't matter her. She follows back. Regina, it's been delightful having you on the show. I enjoyed Thank being you. with you, um, laughing with you and sharing, <laughs> connecting with you on, on things, and you're such a real person. And um I appreciate you uh, taking the time today to come on the show and talk about yourself and give a plug out to your product and talk about how it is with being an entrepreneur and working um, in corporate America at a job that you like. So is there anything else that you would like to say to the audience today? I don't think so. I think I've just about told everything I know. I appreciate you having me on, though. It was very no nice. No problem. No problem. And, you know, and we'll be back in, in contact. You know, I, I plan on getting, reconnecting with, um, you know, with uh, people, especially when new books and new new ventures come out, you know. Um, I, I, I'm comfortable with you. I don't see any reason why I can't, you know, send you an email and say, hey, you want to come on again? You know, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about doing a forum where there's a couple of different authors that I have spoken to that, you know, all collaborate and I get together and we, you know, talk about, you know, writing itself and different types of characters and things that you find in books. So I'm thinking about doing a show like that coming up, you know, probably um, in the fall or right before the fall. So don't be surprised if you get another email from me and okay. asking you, was that date available? Okay. <laughs> Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Regina Puckett, thank you so much for joining us today. That was our interview with my interview with Regina Puckett. Um, Sorry, I was late. I was on Facebook. Uh, Give me some shouts out to the chat on Facebook to Robert McNulty. Me and him were talking about his networking uh, product. And Lard Oli, who sent in... uh, chat on Facebook, wishing everyone a happy Labor Day, and I hope he's having a good one. I'm pretty sure it's going to be fun. So before we move on to the interview with Susan Alleyworth, we're going to listen to a song from Norma Jean Angel called Sunday's Brunch. 
So this is Norma Jean Angel with Sunday Brunch. You're listening to the Lena Jones Diamond Network Show. Although the interviews are pre-recorded, I'm live. So you can give me a call at 347-237-4697 or hit me up on Facebook in the social network.
Miss Susan Alleyworth, who is on the line with me. Yay! So, Susan, Hi. introduce yourself to the Diamond Network. <laughs> Hello, Diamond Network. I'm Susan Aylworth. I am um, beginning the process of fulfilling like, my life's ambition Hello. to be a novelist. And um, Hello. Hello. Hello, are you still there? Hello. Yeah, I I was not. You, you were on the show with she. I don't know what happened with your thing, but she was talking to trying to find. Oh. All right. Um, I think I just uh, I lost Susan on my end from my Skype. You know, I just don't understand what's going on with my Skype, and it's not the first time it's doing that. Hello, Susan. Hi, I'm back. Me. Are you there? <laughs> I'm Paul. I'm here. <laughs> okay, I don't know what happened. Before, so this what happened. Well, my Skype just dropped me, and um, and this seems to be doing that quite a bit. You know, when they ask me about comments and stuff, I tell them it's not working. So I'm going to keep a better eye on it to make sure. But you were talking. I thought it was me that was gone. So I apologize to you for dropping you trying to get me. Okay, um, continue. Please continue on. This is a live show. Things will happen live. So my audience already know that about me. <laughs> Go ahead, Susan. <laughs> when I was nine, I decided I wanted to be a novelist, and I wrote my first book on um, a legal pad with, uh, you know, one of those big legal pads with a yeah. huge pencil, the kind they give you in third grade, and mm-hmm. I think I wrote nine whole pages about Buff the Proud Stallion. I was all into horse books these, those days. Which, in um, the third grade? You did this in third, third grade. grade. Wow. I um, finally did publish a book in 1990 and um, have been working at it here and there since. But since I left my primary occupation, I was... Um, an English professor at the State University here at California State University at Chico. And when I left there, I fulfilled my ambition to write full time, some of the time. So, you so that's what I'm doing now. My 13th novel just came out uh, 1st of June, and I'm excited about the whole process. I'm enjoying it all. That sounds good. So, so you were an English professor. So I'm assuming that you don't need an editor. You I, you can edit your own work. I can edit my own work. I have an editor anyway, and I highly oh. recommend it to everybody, simply because a second pair of eyes catches things that I don't see. Not only where I wrote H-E-R-E when I meant H-E-A-R, and, of course, the, um, the spell check won't catch that, mm-hmm. but... They also catch things like, oh, by the way, didn't you have her change her shirt a little while ago so it's red now instead of pink? And mm-hmm. oh, continuity errors like that, that okay. you've already done okay. four edits on it, so you've forgotten what you changed and what you didn't. 
And um, yes, I recommend to everyone to have at least one good editor, maybe two. I know I need like two of them because I am so horrible. I type so fast that, and, and, and when I look at it, 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 I think it's what it is. But then when I go back and look at it, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I actually put that out there. I, I know that I need an editor. I'm, I'm so bad at things of that sort. So you have uh, a collection. No matter how good you are, you need somebody mm-hmm. else to double-check you on everything. And I usually have – I trade off with other people who are also really good at editors and catch things, and um, I read for them and they read for me, and it's great to have that kind of partnership. But I'd pay for the editing if I had to. You need it. Everybody needs it. That's good advice. And that advice is coming from an English professor. So if you, if you think your English is that good – it's coming from an expert. She's saying that she even has an editor because she skipped. Absolutely. Things. Yeah, so that's good advice for those looking to get into writing. So you have a collection of books. Yes. That, uh, I so have a series that a series. is eight of my books. They're mm-hmm. fairly light romances set in Rainbow Rock, Arizona, a fictional town. Um, on the edge of the Navajo Reservation, which in fact is where I grew up. I mean, the town is fictional, but I lived in that area. And um, and then I have a number of other kinds of things. Uh, the latest book, the one out the 1st of June, is an historical novel. Um, I have a few young adult novels and a mystery. I, I've been... I've asked several people, what do you do when your muse has ADD and can't stick to one thing? <laughs> and what you do is write in various genres, and that's kind of what I've been doing lately. Okay. So you write books that, that specializes in ADD? I'm trying to people with them. Oh, um. no. Uh, in fact, I, I'm working on one now where the character has ADD, but uh, that's... Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting, and that's such um, that is a an illness that is out that's so common nowadays. When you you didn't hear it before, you hear it all the time. So to read about a character that has ADD would be interesting to uh, someone who has a friend, or just interested in knowing what it's like to have a relationship with someone with ADD. So that's really that's really good. And you said young adult uh, books. What what was that? Was that primarily the, the one I'm working on with the ADD character is a an adult novel, a romance novel, set in a medical center. And my character is a physician. Um, in fact, she's a doctor of a doctor specialist in orthopedics who is working on a fellowship in trauma surgery, uh, trauma, traumatic orthopedics. And it's a very rare field, and there are hardly any women in it. So put a woman in that field means she would have to be very, very focused. And one of the things about ADD people is um, when they, and I probably should say we, um, try to focus on things that don't really interest us, we have a very hard time. 
when we see something that does really interest us, we can hyper-focus. And that means that people who hyper-focus in a specific area can become very good at it. So mm -hmm. my character is a hyper-focused physician. And, uh, you know, she forgets that she put water on to boil and boils pans dry and things like that. But she's very good in the operating room. So um, well, I'm, that's good. I'm with her. Well, that, that's really good. I think all of us has uh, uh, an ADD at some point. Well, certainly all of us have problems from time to yeah. time. Yeah. When, when we're interested, I mean, something, we have things that we're interested in and we put our all into it, and then we have things that, you know, doesn't really interest us. So we that really we have to put anyway, yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, all of us in, in some ways have, maybe we're not full-blown, but I think that that's in all of us as, as human beings that, that we do that. So what about, tell, tell us about the series, the series. Um, when, when did it start? What inspired you to write a series? Who are these characters are about and, and how far has it gone now where, I mean, is it deep? Is it like a... Uh, Scandal deep, or is it <laughs> or revenge deep, or things of that sort? When I started this series, I had in mind to write about the love lives of three brothers, and I set them on a pig farm um, to give them a reason, you know, to be perhaps less desirable to some of the people around them. But I made them, of course, really very attractive men. And then when I had finished this three-book series, the editor I was working with at the time said, I love this series, don't stop here. And I thought, well, I married off all the brothers, what am I going to do? But I found a, the good friend of one of the brothers and the good friend of one of the heroines that the brother married, and you know, I put them together, and then... Then I realized I've got a whole town full of people, and I just um, kept it going. And okay. there was a break after I left that company and wasn't writing with them anymore. And then I started self-publishing the digital versions of those books and came back to that series some 10 or 11 years after leaving it and went back to character who'd been a teenager when I last referred to her in the fourth book in the series and brought her home again and found her somebody. So it started the series again, and um, and I'm now eight books into it and just loving it. Wow. Are, do they sell well? They yeah. have been. They've oh, been wow. very well. Uh, what's, what's the name of the series? The Rainbow Rock Romances. Rainbow Rock Romances. Okay. So can look yeah. them up under my name or as Rainbow Rock Romances, at least on Amazon. I'm not sure if they show up that way everywhere. But um, as Rainbow Rock Romances, you can find them that way on Amazon. Um, they're selling pretty much every place you can buy ebooks Google Play, Sony, Kobo, Smashwords, and of course, Barnes and Noble and Amazon, Amazon UK, um, yeah, they're they're out there, and 
I'm having a good time with them. The first three books, the ones were be the beginning of the series, the first three, are now a trilogy. So that's all put together in one volume and is a good way to start for anybody who wants to have a look at the series. Um, if you want to hang on and buy between July 1st and July 7th, the whole series is going to be on sale. The trilogy will be $1.99, and each of the others will be $0.99, cents, but only for a week. Okay. So what, what age groups could read your series? Or any other books? I know you said you're doing one about young adults. But what, what are the age groups for your I have had women in their 70s write to me and say that they just love the series. I once got... Um, a letter, a handwritten letter from a 13-year-old in the eighth grade who said that I was her favorite author and she just loved these books. Um, they are clean romances, sweet romances. They're, there aren't any sex scenes, so they're okay for, that is to say, adults who are looking for something for a 12-year-old or 13-year-old, this is not going to offend either the kids or the adults who are looking for it. Okay. But, but there's a lot of, um, I'm told there's depth in them. For example, having taught in the American Indian Studies cross-listed program, I I did grow up with Navajo and Hopi people, and I, I taught in this program, and I learned a lot about the cultures. So I've had academics read my books just sort of out of obligation to me and tell me that there is so much they learn about the cultures and, so, and the art and such that it's worth reading for that reason. And then I've had others tell me that, you know, they get kind of bored with the part about the culture, but they really like the romance and the, <laughs> I don't know. It, I tried to make something for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, at, at least so everybody it, doesn't look for the hot sex. <laughs> so <laughs> the newer series I'm working on will be warmer than this, but. Um, warmer? Warmer. So it's, so it's about, I'm just guessing this, uh, you know, these handsome guys, well, they they married off, and you said you did a new series, so it's more about a romance between um, Indian and um, Caucasian or and the white men? No. Uh, <laughs> no, there's one book, the fifth one in the series. Uh, Logan Redhorse is an attorney for the Navajo Nation and mm -hmm. wants to marry within his own culture, which is the reason that he, you know, tries to get away from his attraction to Eden, who is a beautiful woman, but not mm -hmm. Navajo. And then um, he finds that she fits very well into his life across the boundaries. She slides easily from one side of the, of the reservation border to the other and just fits in very well, and, and they do end up together. Most of the characters are Caucasian. And, okay. um, and they deal with Navajo characters all the time. Many of them do business with the Navajo Nation, but um, most of the characters are Caucasian because I feel safer writing that culture. I know that culture better. So well, safe um, to write about what you know. It's always yes, safe to do that. What era are your books? Are they modern era? Are they 
2012, 2010, or are they back in 1800s or 1900s? What era? The romantic books, the um, Rainbow Rock romances are all contemporary. They're set in the now. People have cell phones. You know, they um, business with the Navajo Nation means contracts, not um, not driving your horse across the <laughs> country. <laughs> That's not you know. <laughs> Um, it, it is uh, it is very very much set in the modern, including the modern politics of of Indian business, which you know, pardon me for putting it just that way, but the Indians I know call themselves Indians. Um, yes, I can say First Nations people or Indigenous people or Tribal people, and I'm very good about that when I'm in my academic element. But um, but yeah. What am I trying to say? But those books are contemporary. They deal with some of the contemporary political issues. They deal with a lot of what the tribes are currently dealing with. Okay. For example, um, the Navajo Nation has just recently got a trademark on its name. So you no longer see Chevy Navajos or you know that sort of thing on the road. You have mm-hmm. now to get it passed through the tribe if you want to use their name commercially. And that's smart on their part. It is very smart, and it's something that they they strive to do for a long time. And then sure. I'm glad to see them moving in um, areas uh, of that sort. My personal and my background is um, on my father's side is Sioux. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yes, so um, I don't I don't know much about you know what the Indians, you know, went through. And I should know more about my genealogy, but my genealogy is mixed with so many different cultures. That, you know, I, I wouldn't even know what to, where to start. And that, that website that they have, that, um, uh, what's the name of Ancestor.com? I have people huh? call me on my cell phone saying, is this Ancestor.com? Where they're very unhappy and unsatisfied. So I wouldn't even go that far. So, so being that you did do research on, you know, you, this required a lot of research. How much research did you do as far as the any part, not not so much the Indians as to uh, the whole thing itself? Did you do a lot of research overall? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The second book, in the second book, my characters are doing a documentary on Navajo weaving. I brought home a stack of books on Navajo weaving from the university library. I looked up things in the university databases. Um, One of the most useful pieces that I had was from a a dissertation that someone had done on the the spirit trail in a Navajo rug and why it's there and what it means and so forth. Um, Yeah, sure. You do a lot of research when you're writing a good book. And I want everybody out there who may be listening, even if you're writing a contemporary novel about something you know, do your research. Don't assume anything. Somebody will catch you if you blow it. (laughs) And that would be pretty embarrassing, huh? Especially after the book published. I can only imagine. So that's something I would do. That's why I won't write I would just assume that I know that, that this is, you know, this is all facts and, and put it down someplace and then it's not. 
and not, you know, just be humiliated. <laughs> so I don't, I don't write. I'm not, I'm not a writer. I had started a series at one time called Situation, and um, I never. It wasn't that I, I couldn't finish it. It's just that I'm so bad at writing, and I don't. I didn't have an editor. I didn't have anyone to really read the the work, and uh, I just was making too many common mistakes. <laughs> and then, and then it got to be that it was moving into something real hot and spicy. And I'm just like, you know, when people read your book, this is part of your mind. <laughs> so I said, you know, what will people think? But it was situations that that occur um, on on a regular basis. Not they happen in everyday life, and sometimes things that happen in life are not good things, and not you know, everything is not peaches and cream, and and these things do happen, you know. So I oh yeah. I kind of just put it aside because I was, I was spreading myself too thin in too many different areas. So, and even though it's still um, just because it's out of sight, don't mean it's out of mind because it's in there. And I would really like to pick it up one day, but I don't know. And this this wasn't even a book. This was just a a, a web series, uh, not even a video. Just you know, like a e-letter type series thing that came out that I had included in my website about a year or so ago. And um, it was getting pretty deep, and I could, you know, um, base it on experiences that people that I knew um, had been through and things of that sort, and just seeing how as treacherous people could be. It was pretty treacherous. (laughs) (laughs) Well, people can be, unfortunately. Yes, Um, yes. You know, people write for a lot of reasons. Publication is just one. And if you want to write that just simply to get it out there, you know, out of you, on to something. Of, <laughs> I might be too. Out of, out of you. Abby, and it was, it was, I mean, the last, the last, I'll just give you just a little bit about what the last episode was about. And it was about uh, a girl who was jealous of her friend and, uh, I mean. and didn't want and they want her friend to date a particular person, so she ends up setting him up to say that he raped her when, in actuality, he never did. You know, so it, it, it goes into different twists, and then there's the cousin on the side who, you know, who does something to this. They end up eventually getting married, but um, I never got to the marriage part because I was too busy writing about all the things, the deceitfulness on with his friends and a deceitfulness <laughs> with her friends, you know, that all these obstacles that stood in the way of these two just hooking up, you know. And so I was getting, getting on that, and it was about different, um, there were different cultures, different races, and there were different um, um, economics. Like, you know, some of them were wealthy, some of them weren't, some of them were in the middle, because I wanted to to be based on, you know, to today's friends, you know, yes. people have friends that, that that are in all different, you know, some some friends have money, some of them don't. Some of them doing all right, and some of them, you know, 
And I just wanted it to be more about that, more realistic than today, what goes on between today's friends and things of that sort. So <laughs> I just kind of put it to the side for right now. So, but I'm not here to talk about me, my little writing thingy. I want to talk about <laughs> you. So uh, so now you said you, you're no longer working on your sec- on your job. So you're now working full-time as a writer? Not really. Um, my former second job became my first job, and I, I am working another job now. But I do carve out big chunks of time during the week, not necessarily every day. But you know, I plan my week on a weekly calendar, and I'll say, okay, I've got this chunk of five hours on Wednesday afternoon. That's for the book on another two hours here on Thursday or whatever. And by doing it that way, I am writing. I'm full-time concentrated on the writing when it's time for the writing and working in enough time to to still be putting out two or three new books a year, which um, that that's mm-hmm. brand new for me to move that fast. Wow. So I'm really enjoying it. And how much time does that give you? to yourself because I, I'm going to have this forum and one of the things that I'm, one of the conversations on one of the former forums that I want to talk about is that, you know, as an entrepreneur or self-employed or creative, or as in your situation, like you said, you put aside big chunks of time to uh, to spend with the book and then you have your, your job. Uh, where do that family thing you know, it's like, how do you find the time to... How do I find to, the time? To well, either give it to that husband, significant other, boyfriend, someone you're dating. I mean, I don't know what your uh, status is, but I'm just... You married. Know, kids, my husband. Okay, married. you're married. Okay. <laughs> and, and things of that sort. And, you know, because listening to you, you know, what I'm hearing is that you have a pretty tight schedule. You have a pretty busy schedule. I have schedule. a tight schedule. I have a full life, but most people do. Uh-huh. Most so people how do. do you, how your husband, is he understanding of you spending the time that you need to put toward these books? Or, you know, is there a certain time that you, you pencil in, okay, Friday night I'm going to be with hubby? <laughs> Well, yeah, I do schedule time to be with him, but it helps that he's also a writer. He writes writes for the newspaper, so he's writing every day all the time. And mostly I schedule my time for writing when he is away at his work. But tell you a quick story. He came into our bedroom one day and found me lying flat on my back on the bed staring at the ceiling. He said, what are you doing? I said, shh, I'm writing. He said, oh, and he sneaked out and shut the door. (laughs) I mean, he gets it that sometimes I just have to think through a scene, and even when I'm not at the computer, I'm writing in my head. And and he's very understanding because he does it too. So that really helps. That that would help. That would help a lot if your um, significant other shared that same interest in writing that you do because he – Definitely more understanding of what Definitely it's like to be a writer. <laughs> so, but that's something I'm going to touch bases on on one of my shows on the forum, you know, because I seem to run into that with a lot of 
self-employed people and entrepreneurs are so dedicated and so driven that something ends up getting lacking, missing, and and that's just not good. So how do we balance that? Because we work twice as hard as um, a regular person, and you know because you have a regular job, to a nine-to-five. You know, and I know that there's nine to five people out there that put everything into their job, but they're the entrepreneur and the self-employed has put more than everything. That's body, soul, mind, spirit, everything is into that. And it, you, you get so focused that you will you can lose sight if the other person is not doing the same thing or, you know, focusing on the same thing and that's just one of the the um the subjects that I want to talk, I'm going to talk about on the on that forum, um, you're more than welcome to join on that forum if you want. Just you know, let me know. But you're so busy, you don't need your time. So, so I want to ask you about. I always like to ask my um, authors about their books and, and who would they like to play. Well, I wanted to ask you about who would you like to play those three handsome young men. <laughs> <laughs> but you said that that series ended, so I won't ask you that. But I'll ask you with your latest or or, or one of your uh, series that you're doing, or even just one of the books that you're writing. If you just tell me the name of it and tell me if you they came to you to to make a movie, who would be who would you want to play the role? The latest book in the Rainbow Rock Romances is called Danny's Girl, and to play Danny. I think Channing Tatum. Oh. He, yeah, he's he's perfect for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, he's, Danny is a highway patrol officer and very um, serious about his work, but uh, he looks a lot like Channing Tatum. Okay. <laughs> so I think, yeah. And this is the character that you put together in your mind, and he looks oh, yeah. like. <laughs> Danny Tatum is probably um, the age of most of my grandchildren, <laughs> but that doesn't mean I can't notice that he's an attractive yeah. man. I mean, hey, I mean, it doesn't have to mean anything but just being an attractive young man. That's all. Exactly. So, I mean, just, um, but that's good because that's something that I always like to ask. So, um, when the few minutes that we have left, I want you to go ahead and Put out there your name of your books, you know, your links, and anything that you want people to know how to get in contact with you. And I, you, I want to ask if someone is writing and they like this interview and want some advice from you, are you open to give them advice? Yes. Um, okay. And the advice I give depends on the reason you're writing. So tell okay. me what you want from your writing if you okay. get in touch with me. Um, my author website is Susan dot Aylworth, that's spelled A-Y-L-W-O-R-T-H, dot author at gmail.com. My website is SusanAylworth.com. You can also find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash capital S, Susan dot capital A, Aylworth dot capital A author. And um, I am happy to give limited amounts of advice. I am not up to reading somebody's manuscript to tell them if it's publication worthy or something. I just don't have time okay. for that. 
but I can give some limited amounts of advice to help people get started. Basically, if you come to me and say, I'm out of a job and I thought I'd write a book and make a lot of money, I'm going to tell you to go get a job flipping hamburgers because you'll make more. Okay? Per hour, you'll make more. At least to start with. You do make bigger bucks if you hang in there, but remember I've been at this for 25 years, so... Um, I, I've been hanging in there, and I've got 13 books out. So it makes a difference if you stick it out in the long run. Okay. Um, I'm happy to talk to anybody who has read a book and wants to email me about it and say what they liked and what they didn't. Um, and I'm delighted anytime somebody wants to, you know, pick up the the banner for me and tell people about my books. I love it. Okay. That sounds great. And you will be included on the Lena Jones Diamond Network dot com website that's coming out this fall. Um and your and how to get in contact with you and the link to how to purchase your book, all that good stuff on the uh Lena Jones Diamond Network dot com website is gonna be um list all of our uh my guests. And they're gonna stay on there. It's not gonna be just uh um you know, a one or two week thing, they're going to be there and they're going to be linked to the guests, you know, in case people listen because this is a recording and people can download it. It's all my, my shows are already always downloaded at different times and they may want to get to you. So that's coming up. So that will be helping you out on that as well. Get yourself out there and get yourself some books. And I always like to invite people to come back and let us know about their progress um, in a few months and, to things of that to. sort, if you're interested, and uh, I just, I'm, I'm gonna have to go ahead and end this. You can stay on the line, but I'm gonna go with. Uh, I have to go to my next song, which is Ice Pack Tally Gumbo Salad.
Jean Angel, lovely. That's nice if you're into techno or dance or house music. That's a nice song to dance to. One of my favorites from her. You're listening to the Lena Jones Diamond Network Show. I am live now. We just finished listening to a pre-recording of Susan Alleyworth, the author with her series. And we just also finished listening to uh, Norma Jean Angel and Love Sweet. I have another song coming up for you in the few minutes that we have left. 
and that will be the TJ Praise. TJ Praise, other new song called Time to Fly, coming up on the Lena Jones Diamond Network show. There's a mirror on every vehicle which reads, objects are closer than they appear. And every object we see in the mirror comes from behind. Oops, that wasn't the one. <laughs> it's called Time to Fly. It's we listen to that. <laughs> that we constantly walk with our heads down. It's when we receive victory that we praise them with our hands lifted up. But it's during those moments of worship when we're ready to receive something new that we stretch our hands out and we learn to fly. It's time to fly, everybody. Come on. Come on. Come on. Let's get it. No more gene thrills, I don't want another fall No more taking penalty because of many false calls Touch the ground many times, I wanna touch the sky I won't walk, won't fall, now it's time to fly No more gene thrills, I don't want another fall No more taking penalty because of many false calls Touch the ground many times, I wanna touch the sky I won't walk, won't crawl, now it's time to fly The best way to prove faith is simply taking the leap To be above, not beneath, keep me off my feet I'm throwing different words now because I'm willing to read the Holy Spirit full of fire got me feeling the heat No, I can't sit still cause it's moving my phone I'm unashamed in my dance like I'm grooving alone I'm gonna give God praise if I do it alone He's gonna be my power source before I pick up the phone Working 12 hour days, he would keep me awake Would give me strength to push through when I would skip on the break Then it was more work, coma, I didn't think I could take But when it's yoke on my life, I will carry the weight My life has brought many tests that have brought me stress But with the praise on my lips, I can break the press. I kept my eyes to the hills, put my problem to rest. And now I prophesy for many, get my day success. Yeah, the war cheese thrills, I don't want another fall. No more taking penalty because of many false calls. Touch the ground many times, I want to touch the sky. I won't walk, won't crawl, now it's time to fly. No more cheese thrills, I don't want another fall. No more taking penalty because of many false calls. Touch the ground many times, I want to touch the sky. I won't walk, won't crawl, now it's time to fly. Everybody close your eyes, say time to fly. Keep your hands stretched out, tell the world goodbye. He'll take you to a greater level with the greatest supply. Just keep your cares at ground zero, people give it a try. Everybody close your eyes, say time to fly. Keep your hands stretched out, tell the world goodbye. He'll take you to a greater level with the greatest supply. Just keep your cares at ground zero, people give it a try. When the land gets dry, you don't want to dwell in it. Past still making calls, but you know you failed in it. Can't take what you see. Close your eyes one minute. Thank God for your future in advance. Stepping in it, not talking like you used to. Walking like you used to. Living in a new life, not the life you used to. Wings spread, taking flight. No more sitting every night. Flying and your promise now. Problems out of far sight. Thank God for the transition. This is what you prayed for. Broken from the world to make it. This is what you're made for. Man says we can't fly. God says
Cause a mini false coat Touch the ground many times I wanna touch the sky I won't walk, won't crawl Now it's time to fly Everybody close your eyes, same time to fly Keep your hands stretched out, tell the world goodbye They'll take you to a greater level with the greatest supply Just uh-huh. keep your cares at ground zero, people give it a try Come Everybody on. close your eyes, same time to fly Keep Lord. your hands stretched out, tell the world goodbye the They'll take Lord. you to a greater level with the greatest supply Just uh-huh. keep your cares at ground zero, people give it a try It's time, it's time, it's time to fly It's time, it's time, it's time to fly It's time, it's time, it's time to fly it's time, it's time, it's time to That was TJ's praise. Latest song, Time to Fly. We only got about 40 seconds counting down of the show. I want to thank you for listening in to the Lena Jones Diamond Network show today. I thank you for your support and spending your Labor Day with me. I will be back next week live with live guests. We will have Cosmic Crash. You've heard his music. He's going to come on the show and interview. And our afternoon will be filled with Diamond Delights music. So join me next week on the Diamond, Lena Jones Diamond Network show, 3 3 o'clock p.m. U.S. Eastern Standard Time. Good night. Have a fun, safe weekend. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.